All right. Well, back by popular demand for his weekly guest spot on Fireside Chats, it's Luke O'Neill Sanders. Uh, Luke, so I know you've been playing a lot of basketball. I know that you recently got a ping pong table, and you've been playing darts. So it sounds like you're in college, uh, basically. Uh, but has there been anything else that like you've been doing to keep busy? I have been doing like there's like this cosmic kids yoga on YouTube, and there's like uh, trolls, Pokemon, Frozen, Zenden. There's like so many of them, but there's like this dance party that's so weird. Okay, so well, weird. Let's get to the dance party in a second. What is it like? Real yoga though, buddy. It's like kid yoga, but kid yoga. Okay, so you still stretch though. Like you still do yeah. your stretches. Yeah. But but maybe not so much of like a adult yoga. Yeah. Easier stretches maybe. Maybe more kid friendly stretches. Yeah, like nose on toes. Nose on toes. Can Every you do day. a nose on toes? Yes. What other kind of stuff? That's quite that? impressive. Like downward dog. Yeah, downward dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you do it by yourself? No, Casey does it with me. She she's like the most flexible. Like she pays so much attention. She pays so much. Well, that's good. So your yeah. your little sister is more flexible than you are. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I'm the most flexible one in my family, and I'm the youngest. So like, that just makes sense. I mean, that's just the logic right there. The youngest people are always the most flexible. Wait, are um, you saying you're the most flexible in your family? I can touch my toes. I mean, that's better than I can do. But really, that's I can. I mean, I mean, I can get. I can get my palms to the floor. Wow. Now, granted, there that could be because I'm six foot four and I have a thirty-two inch inseam. Um, so yeah, that definitely you know, probably helps a little bit. I'm all torso. Uh, but no, I've, uh, I've been always kind of flexible. Now I'm not crazy flexible. Don't, don't get me wrong. But, uh, so this dance party, Luke. So there's a Joe dance party. Like, it's like, are you busy? I said, no. It's like, push this button with your left hand and then right hand and then left foot and right foot and then head. And so basically by the end, you guys are just jumping up and down like crazy. Yes. Oh, so but now I'm just tired of it. You guys got to go look tired. up the Cosmic Kids Yoga, and then there's an extra dance party one. I guess you just got to cycle through them so you don't get tired with them all the time. What's uh, do you have a favorite? Does Casey have a favorite? Casey's is Frozen, mine is Pokemon. Pokemon? Uh, who's your what's your favorite Pokemon? Um, Pikachu. Pikachu, that's a solid Pokemon. I think, I mean, I grew up playing Pokemon. I had, like, the Game Boys and, like, the different Pokemon games with Game Boys, which, like, look, you have no idea what a Game Boy is. But it's basically kind of looked like a phone. <laughs> uh, and you got to play a game on it. And, uh, look, it was a lot of fun. I mean, that was just a child distraction right there. Shout out to Grandpa Hagemoser. My parents are probably still pleased that he got it for me for Christmas. Uh, but I enjoy Pokemon. So, Anything else with this dance party? Is it like, do you, so you do your dance and then like, how long is this? Is this like an hour thing? Is this like 30 minutes? No, it's like how much is it? Probably like 12 minutes. 
It's like 12 minutes. 13 or 12. Thirteen or no, twelve minutes. Okay, so like, the, do I ever try to do the yoga, or the dance with you guys? No. I do too. No, you stop, don't. Stop. Yes, I well, do. I'm just not very good at it, am I? <laughs> no. Luke, I need you to somehow get video proof of your dad doing the the dancing. Okay. Oh, the so I need one. you to talk to your. I need <laughs> you to talk to your mom, Luke, and like your mom needs to secretly record your dad dancing, and then send me the clip. And I will make sure it gets to the appropriate people. Right. I think I think there's a lot of people a lot of people on social media that would thoroughly enjoy Coach Sanders dancing. I mean, let's be honest, I'm not good at it. By any stretch of the imagination, I'm not good at any of it. But I'm a good dad. We do it together, especially on rainy days. Yes. Got to do it. All right, anything else you want to tell everybody? You almost beat me in basketball this week. We're getting, we're starting to get really close, aren't you? I'm using yeah. the the adult size basketball now too. Ooh. So. Daddy's right. trying to find a between basketball. Right. That's our next step. So, all right. You want to say bye, to listeners? Bye, listeners. All right. Thank you, Luke. So I'm glad you've now learned about cosmic yoga. Hopefully, yes. You now can also do that. Um, they got all the great backgrounds. I think I think you'd love it. Absolutely. I, I may have to try out some yoga. I may have to really, you know, as I said in the, in the interview, like I'm pretty flexible. Uh, but you can always get better. That's you, what we call. I can get better every day. There it is. Nailed there it. it. There it is. Um, um, now I have I have one or two things that I, I think everybody needs to know about. Um, okay. one, the Korean baseball organization started back up yesterday. Watched yep. that at, I didn't watch it at five, five twenty-five this morning when it came out, but we watched it at seven or seven twenty. Fantastic. Live sports. It's nice, fast paced game. I plan on tuning in tomorrow morning as well. I'm, I'm uh, here for it. If you want some real sports that is going to be on television. All right. I do. The P I do. the PLL, which is the pre Premier Lacrosse League, not to be confused with the MLL, which is the Major League Lacrosse League, uh, is introducing 16 days of 20 games, fully quarantined and fanless tournament beginning on July 25th on NBC Sports. July 25th. July 25th. Which I mean, it. right now. That is the only scheduled sports. It's scheduled, right? It's, it's already it's it's scheduled, scheduled, and it's not in the fall. Like it's the only scheduled sports. And I'm telling you that if you like hockey, if not you really. enjoy people getting hit, okay, or stuff like lacrosse, that Premier Lacrosse League is definitely they they are very aggressive, and they wear less pads than normal. They don't wear shoulder pads in that league. Wait, they wear elbows. And gloves. No, 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 no. So, like, our lacrosse shoulder pads. Right. So, not football shoulder pads, but so lacrosse they shoulder pads, which are thin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They They're don't like wear those. Pads. Very similar. Yes. Smaller <laughs> than that, though. They're kind of like the, the padding, actual, like the soft padding underneath. Nice. Uh, there'd be no, shells, basically. I'll, I'll promise you this. If baseball is not in season by then, I'm, I'm all in. The water dogs. I'm that's a lacrosse in. team, and that if is you like can that's me a fantasy league for it. Then I'm definitely in. I mean, I mean, we may have to create one. I think that's, that's 
they're they're the ones that are if in the PLL is actually the the, P, the PLL is actually very interesting because they are kind of a a well run XFL football team, mm-hmm. like football team. and they were very cutting edge on like they did like player interviews on the field. Like the players, like some of the players are mic'd up, kind of how baseball does in their spring training, but like they'll do it in the game. Now they'll do it when the ball's on the other side. So they'll like, after a series, they'll talk to an attackman who just scored when the ball's on the other side and be like, hey, what'd you see? And that's really interesting. And they'll talk to guys like during the game. So it's probably not like a lot of old timey fans, uh, older fans may not like it, but like it's really interesting because you're how actually getting. How many old timey lacrosse fans are there? I mean, I'm not really sure. I mean, Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick, lacrosse fan, noted lacrosse fan. Good. All right, noted lacrosse fan. Now, uh, so we, we've talked about Korean baseball. We've talked about, about lacrosse. I think yep. the number one question that's going on right now is, are we in the middle of the Hunger Games? Because not only are we having a global pandemic, we have murder hornets in Washington State. Have you seen that's a scared. of these things? No, but I'm just scared. No. Okay, so everybody needs to pause us for a second, go to YouTube, and put in Murder Hornet. Not only are these things like a legit two or three inches big, when they attack another animal like a honeybee, it rips its head off. It is one of the most... That's a little scary. No, I was sitting there like watching a video of it and just trying to like catch up on the news to see what was going on. And I had Luke and Casey sitting in my lap and I had to like pause it. Because Luke's like, what is that? I'm like, that's a murder hornet ripping another animal's head off, champ. You know, that's a that's not a conversation you want to have. That's um, nature. That's oh nature right there. Son. It's like when we watch uh, Planet Earth, and I got to fast forward when they actually catch the wildebeest. Um, oh, I've been watching a lot of Planet Earth. It's phenomenal it, background stuff. It's just great, like very soothing narrator. It's very interesting. I, I haven't seen, like, it's not something I watch a, a lot. So, like, I've never seen a repeat right. of them. So, like, the it's just very interesting. It's my favorite. Like, the eight underwater. underwater stuff is fantastic. And you got to um, think, like, how long do they just stand there waiting for How much shot? footage is, have they? No, I, I agree with that. It's, um, it's, but, it's, no, seriously, these, these murder hornets are a real deal. Like, if they devastate the honeybee population, all of like I'm, I'm not going to be too cataclysmic here, but like food and plants and almost every piece of vegetation, like they really, really depend on bees to help pollinate. Yes, I think uh, that's really important. For kids to understand. No, that's these are huge. This these are really, really extremely important. important to like our overall like health. Ecosystem. Too. Like there's yeah ecosystem. That's a much better word. Uh, bees are very, very, very important. Like that's why like you shouldn't kill a bee. Like bees are very important to our to our environment, to our ecosystem. Um, I know that a lot of this. My brother used to have bees. Really? They got rid of them. Yes, he was a beekeeper. Two things. One, you know, Mike Bradley, our receivers coach, he has bees. That doesn't shock me. Sorry, no, and that's what I want to do when we retire. I want to be a bee guy when we retire. I want to be somebody's offense coordinator and be a bee guy. How does Dana feel about this? She, we're, we're, she's, it's growing on her. She's fascinated by it. Like the fact that there is not a reality TV show about somebody's beehive. I'm, I mean, I'm telling you, it's quite, I learned so much just like, I mean, especially when the queen dies. It's like a whole how thing. the process works. Like, and they just choose their own. No, but, it, and then if, if you bring a bee, so if you separate a hive and then bring another queen into the hive, you have to like build a cage around it 
so that the worker bees don't kill the queen bee and then they get yeah. used to their that's i think it's it's one of the most fascinating things it's very fascinating but it's very... No, these murder hornets are really it's a problem it's a problem and they have a year-long life cycle and if we don't kill them off if scientists can't take care of these guys and they spread from washington and start to especially if they get down into like southern california uh much less get into the east coast that's a that's a problem uh, it really really is so in case you didn't need more death and destruction and, and despair on your news feed there you go look up some murder at least Absolutely. look up a two-minute clip though it's yep those stingers i mean those i mean they're huge so all right well i think that's a you have any COVID updates for everybody i think uh, i mean we're up. we're about to open up uh we're about to open up on friday phase one not a whole lot of changes to phase one retail is now allowed to open up which is which is really good that's a positive uh to our economy the retail is about to open up at a reduced capacity so that's important to remember um, no you're not going to go into uh i don't even know what a store is to say you're not going to go into macy's and it'd be packed uh, no it's, it's going to be reduced product. capacity Correct. Um, it would be interesting though to like uh to see what that number is because so you know i got that other job because i was bored uh and i was talking to you about it and uh, the manager was telling me today that they don't actually have a number wait they don't have they, a... they don't allow they don't have a number the number that they have is just suggestion he goes based off of the uh is there a long line at the cashiers right like okay. he's kind of like he kind of just sort of sets it to like because he's like because he doesn't start counting people until like 10 o'clock it's a gut feeling thing it's a gut feeling. He used a gut feeling and good judgment. So he's like, I don't like if the line is like eight people deep, I'm not going to put more people in the store because it's right. just like, you know, we have to ebb and flow. So I'd be curious an to old see like a baseball manager that doesn't trust analytics. He goes on. No, he goes on a gut feeling. Goes on no, I think um, that's good. And but see, honestly, phase one for us won't really change anything. No. Um, like, really, it's not. Um, like maybe Luke's baseball league starts up in a little bit. I mean, they're chomping at the bit to get going, and so is he. Yeah. So if we can. Get well, I did going, see. Uh, we'll be on board. The the I'm going to screw up the acronym, and this would have been a great question um, to ask Donners later if we remember. Is the the soccer league, women's soccer league, mm. can train? They train now. They're training now in North Carolina. They can't go inside, but they're allowed right. to train outside. Right. Uh, when that that started today, which I thought was interesting, that they allowed him to start today. Well, but, you saw Djokovic got in trouble because he was training in some Spanish facility, and they're all supposed to be shut down for at least a week still. Yeah, yeah. One um, of these one of these episodes post the exam, we're gonna have to talk about like different athletes and like especially the tennis players. A lot of tennis players have been like, I don't want to get this shot. Like I'm, or they're anti-vaccinations or like all this stuff. Like. It's going to be interesting if these leagues basically mandate that you have to get this. Yeah. If you want to play, and if they do that, like, what's going to be the pushback? Like, because it's not just a, it's going to be a collective bargaining issue. No, it's definitely going to have to get collectively bargained. Um, so I think that's a big piece. I mean, we're going to, Mother's Day is coming up, so we're going to actually go over to my mother in law's house for the first time in two weeks. 
Uh, nice. or is that two weeks, two months, excuse me. And that's a huge nice. piece of the equation. So she'll start taking the kids on Wednesday mornings too. And that I am thrilled about. Thrilled. So much. I have, what are you going to do? Uh, continue to mulch probably on, I'm on cubic yard number eight. Uh, and, and I, I'm not done yet. So things of that nature, but I think that's good. So you already mentioned Miss Donders. Uh, I think let's go ahead and talk to her for a little bit. Uh, all right, well, let's welcome uh, Mrs. Donders to the podcast. Welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I like the pink hair, by the way. Thanks. Got a little refresher while we're out. All right. Yeah. Now, you, you Where did you get yourself? that done? Yeah. Um, yeah, I totally did it by myself. Mm -hmm. Good. 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 That's a Good. great answer. That's a fantastic yeah. answer. Uh-huh. <laughs> We are going to choose to believe you with that. Um, so how are you been over there? How's the boys doing? They are good. They're right now. My third grader does his schoolwork in about an hour and then tells me how bored he is. And my kindergartner drags his feet and um, we're on like hour four now of, of his homework. So hour yeah. four. Well, he did listen to the, like, listen to the story section yeah. for approximately an hour and a half over and over and over again. He's mm, like, what? Really? I like the story. <laughs> no, Luke is like, he flies through it. And then it's like, read this book. And he's like, did you actually read it? Yeah, I read most of it. I, I would have struggled so hard during this time period. I would have just, because I always can find something better to do. Yeah. Like, that was my MO. Like, in elementary school and middle school, I could always think of something better to do than whatever I had to do. See, this but is what Paul we had to call self-control and self-discipline. Right. Yeah, I was in second, third, fourth, eighth, eighth grade, whatever. Um, you know, it was hard. I just think, I think part of it is that he can write and read already. And so a lot of these assignments, I think they anticipate are going to take him a long time because he's going to like draw his answer. So like just a minute ago, we were doing science and talked about living things versus not living things. And they're supposed to go outside and draw two living things and two not living things that he saw. And so he wrote car, house, flipped it over and he wrote people, grass. And he was like, I'm done. I was like, I think you're supposed to draw it. He's like, but why can't I write it? And I was like, I mean, cause I don't know. Cause I said so. I don't like it. It's a, I, I guess it is that struggle. I remember that one time I was, I was teaching in middle school and this girl, very smart girl, always did her homework, always did classwork, never did her classwork in class though. Like she's just like, I'm just going to do it at home. And she would just read her book during class. And I'm just like, I'm struggling with this. And it was like my first year of teaching. I was like, I'm struggling with this right now. Cause like you are a straight A student. You are probably very much bored right now. Like, you probably could be in a more advanced, like, eighth grade U.S. history class if we had such a thing. Uh, but, like, I can't yell at you because it's not like you're disturbing the rest of the class. You're reading. But I can't I can't imagine if you're, like, because I, I guarantee you a lot of these younger kids are, like, bored right now. Because they'll, they'll work too easy for them. That's why the answer is cosmic yoga. Get that thing oh, turned yeah. on a regular that. basis. See? And We've you guys like it, right? Yoga. Yeah. We've mm -hmm. done... Um, whatever the lunch what's it called uh, i don't know they use it for indoor indoor recess maybe is what it's called uh -huh. it be called indoor recess anyway it's like a recording of all these different 
things, movements, and they have the globe trotters on sometimes. And no, okay, we gotta look into that then. That yeah. sounds good because rainy days are a game changer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about. Let's talk about some Spanish for a little bit. All right, right. let's Spanish. This just as long as so, we still talk in English, though, because if you speak yes. to Spanish, no habla español. See, si. no, no habla. Yeah. Uh, so, like, one of the reasons Donners I wanted to have you on, because for those who don't know, Suzanne Donners, Miss Donners, uh, is the department head for a foreign language, and I think you've always advocated for kids when they've taken Spanish or French. And you need the you need those two classes that you want to take them like back to back. Like that would be your preferred method, correct? Correct. And so, how have you received any guidance from above, or are you personally because you're typically speech you teach Spanish too, like Spanish two and three. Correct. So, like, how are you thinking that you're going to change your teaching style, or at least your expectations going into Spanish three? Or Spanish too for kids that clearly just, you know, they missed out on half a year. Well, our first message is please don't drop it. We got you. Because we, we know you. that you're thinking at home that like, oh crap, I did not learn anything in Spanish two or Spanish one, so there's zero chance that I'm going to pass Spanish two or three. That's not true. You're gonna be fine. Um, but we're just, you know, our department and I have talked a lot about like how we're just gonna have to do review and we're gonna start back not at the very beginning because hopefully you know they learned some things in this first little bit um but we know that this is not like teaching yourself spanish and teaching yourself spanish online is not people's ideal situation and uh you know like i said we're just gonna do um, a slower pace a review we're gonna you know take up just like any good teacher does for any class take a pulse of where they're at and make sure that we don't leave them behind from the beginning and then if we have to modify the curriculum a little bit take some things out because we need to go slower then that's what we got to do that makes sense it's kind of like uh like you're gonna do basically like a spanish 1.5 or a spanish like 2.5 and then like head. you're gonna get to that point because i like my high school i took spanish one in eighth grade and then if you you have the option to do spanish one again spanish two or you have the option of doing spanish 1.5 which like wasn't like you didn't start at like the very beginning. Like they understood you had a base language and you you kind of knew how to do everything. You just struggled with that. And that was me with foreign languages. I wasn't very good with it. Um, it sounds like you're kind of doing that similar path is that like you kind of just want to do it like, you know, a 1.5 or a 2.5 or a 3.5 version. But I think it's very important what you said is like, don't drop it. Because that's, that's probably a, a concern that you guys have in your department. Absolutely, because we, we get that our class is an elective. It's sort of an elective, but not really. We're in sort of a weird gray area. But um, like, we we got you. We're not worried about that. I mean, the, the other pieces that like, different from maybe other courses, I don't really know, because I, I taught ESL in Spanish, which are similar. But, um, you know, we get students from, to your point, we get kids from the middle school with Spanish one credit. We get kids that, you know, maybe moved from a different place or maybe have a, had a super strong teacher in Spanish one or maybe didn't. And so typically we start kind of at the beginning anyway, just to be sure mm -hmm. that they get what they were supposed to have gotten. And so it's not really a super big change for us. We just know that we're gonna have to slow down a little bit more. Yeah. And like I said, maybe not add as much to the end. I think it's gonna be very similar to like what even just English teachers are gonna have to go through. 
and probably math teachers are going to have to go through. Like social studies, not so much, just because we're are we have distinct different classes. What you need to know in world history maybe is not all that applicable to, you know, civics. But like, I'm sure the English two teachers are going to be like, wow, these kids do not know as much as these past English, you know, the the past uh, freshmen have, and it's probably a very similar problem that we're going to have in a lot of different classes. So yeah, maybe just was, the, go ahead. the... The nice part about our curriculum, though, is that we are super pretty flexible. Like, I don't know, not that any of you or any of the people listening actually care about educational, like, pedagogy, but, you know... Whoa. Our, she was going to say it. I knew she was going to say wow. it. Wow. I mean, I mean, Spanish educational pedagogy. My point is, no one's ever looked at the Spanish standards if you're not a Spanish teacher. That's what I was trying to say. What are you talking I, about? That is, that nighttime is my reading. nighttime reading. Exactly. <laughs> It puts you to sleep in six seconds. But like, Especially, but like you guys' standards are specifically like, again, I don't know how yours are worded either because I've never read yours. But yeah, you, you don't know. Know the Constitution. Know. Yeah. know these things, these different things. Whereas in Spanish, it's like they need to be able to speak, read, write, and listen in Spanish. Is basically what the are. <laughs> oh, I should have so wrote those standards. Kind of, oh, God. And you so, like, anything Spanish. where they're like, be sure that your lessons are standards-based. I'm like, so somehow related to Spanish. Got it. Um, and so um, that makes that, but then in this case, it gives us a lot of flexibility. Like, okay, we need to go back and do this, and we're, we can cut this part out. That's sort of driven by us. So. No, that makes complete sense. Um, any other Spanish things you want to bring up for everybody? Or do you want ready to transition? Um, yeah, I, again, Spanish or French, keep going. You got this. We know where, I mean, the other good news is that everybody's in the same boat. So it's not like we have some kids who got all of Spanish one and some kids who didn't necessarily, like we all know, we know that everybody is sort of in a similar situation. So right. Especially if you're, you're not going to get in there and take be, them back to back. Right. right. You're not going to be one of the five kids who didn't get it. You're going to be everyone in there needs that extra time. So, yeah. No, good. Um, so how do you think, let's let's move away from Spanish for a little bit, just like as you've seen this whole thing develop, you've seen all the COVID stuff happen. What do you think is going to be different, like moving forward? So like we were talking about earlier, Pete, and he's talked about this in several podcasts, he thinks movie theaters are done. I think like buying a house is going to change, uh, like more vir virtual tours, and they're going to mess the timing up and things like that. Do you have any other ideas of what, like, what, like, what do you it's gonna be different. Like Dana asked me all the time, like, are we ever gonna go back to normal? I'm like, I don't know what normal is. Yeah, I mean, I think in a lot of the private sector companies are probably gonna figure out where they can kind of cut the fat and work virtually. And okay, I don't have to pay for you to fly to China anymore because we'll just do it virtually. Right. Um, so I think I think those jobs will change. Um, I hope that in education that it could change for things like snow days where you're like, all right, cool. We'll just pivot to an online situation. We don't have to necessarily make up the day. Right. Snow day becomes a remote day. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I completely agree with that. Um, you know, I think for me, the way my life has changed is in that my kids that are very busy and, and I guess I overcommit. So I guess I, that's an inherited thing or a taught thing. I'm not sure which. Um, but, you know, we've, between baseball and drama and uh, science after school and basketball and, 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 you know, our house is constantly moving. So what we have taken away from this is like really some time to, 
all right, when we don't have anything on the calendar, we're, we're not going to parties. We're not going to, we're going to actually stay at home and enjoy each other's company, play games. Um, my kids became masters of their bikes, which they could ride their bikes, but they weren't like mm -hmm. much into it where now all they do is ride their bikes all the time. And my kindergartner's like, look, mom, I can ride this with no hands. And my, my third grader has, was like, I'm going to go extra fast where before he was going down hills and like killing the brakes. He's like, nah, I got this now. That's so, awesome. you know, that kind of stuff. I hope that we, we don't ever go back to over committing, which, you know, probably will because I'm a creature of habit, but you know, actually taking some time for our family and for us and for just riding our bikes for a couple hours. Like, yep. No, we're the same way. Casey gets on her bike and her scooter and she has no fear. Like she wants to do whatever Luke is doing. Like there is not a scared bone in that girl's body. And that scares me to death. Um, no, I can believe yeah, she rides horses now. Oh my gosh. She, I'm in some oh yeah. Sanders. Are, are you going to have to get a pony? You're going to have uh, to get, a pony. we're not at the pony stage yet. Oh, um, yes. but this is why yeah. you have friends like me who's no, going to just convince Dana pony. No, see, we have a mini pony. horse. There is a mini horse at the barn. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Time out. Yeah, yeah. Do you have two horses? No, we only have the one horse, but the okay. barn has a mini. Just uh, very, it's yeah, very yeah, important yeah. for listeners to understand that Coke Sanders owns a horse. Ah, gosh. We very important. I mean, we're going on like almost 10 years with Irish now, I think. Yeah. Um, What's a family. horse's lifespan? Uh, a long time. Yeah, I don't know. Like 30-ish, yeah. I think. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. No, the one Dana had like in high school, uh, Artie, uh, he's still up in Michigan, going strong. No, yeah, no. The horses can, horses can roll for a little bit. No, so the little little Winston is at the barn, and so Casey has her own helmet now and a little bridle, and so she can hop on Winston. There's no saddle yet, um, but we're getting there. And every Dang, time Dana goes now, already? she she wants to go. She's like, it's like <laughs> it's like me going to the school to do football stuff. Now, is this like Casey is Luke not a is Luke not a horse person? Yeah, he's okay. Like he can go and kind of be around, but he has no interest. Like he would rather just be. So here. it's like a it's a Dana. Thing. Yes, it's very much yeah. a mother daughter thing. Without That's question. Nice. It's also very important to know that uh, for listeners, we had our last night. We had our staff trivia night, uh, and this group of people, plus uh, Mr. Long and Miss G, were winners for a staff trivia night uh, for the music round. Very impressive. I think I contributed very little to it, uh, but that's fine. I will ride on my teammates' coattails. I was able to help to a little. Bit. Shane really. Shane is a, in, is a difference maker for listeners. Mister Long in Broadway shows didn't think it was going to be a thing. No, we knew Donner's you. was going to be good. We knew Donner's yes, was you go you go to Broadway show. shows all the time. You go see shows, but like Shane, like knew the answer like before the question was done. Yeah, <laughs> and there was a lot of them. I was just like, "Oh, I don't know." He knew that '80s rock music, man. The like that Prince wrote. Um, he knew the people what, what, too. Manic so Monday? impressive. I yeah. Was like, what yeah. That? It's like Prince wrote. It. Uh, I was like, "All right, like I believe you. Like you're very confident in this. I definitely believe you." No, spectacular. That's awesome. So, yeah. all right. Well, one last question. Um, does this year count as North Carolina not making the NCAA basketball tournament, or does this just carry on as, as UNC's streak still? You still have the one-year hiatus and every Absolutely other year. Absolutely doesn't oh, count. Oh, right. They didn't pick a field. How do you know we weren't in? 
That's what I thought. Are we going to be better next year? It also doesn't count as state getting into the tournament because, again, that's really might matter more know. for you. Um, I did get a gift card from a student today um, for Teacher Appreciation Week, and it said, "If only UNC was as good as your teaching." <laughs> Boom! I feel like that's not that a, is the benefit. That's a low right. bar, though, Amazing. right now. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, right now, yeah, that's a, it's a pretty low bar to have to meet, but uh, <laughs> I could meet that. This kid's All right. an Ohio State fan, so he just likes to talk crap. He just. That's what those Ohio State fans do. Yeah. So, all right. Well, go check on your boys. Make sure they haven't killed each other. All right. Thanks for having me on. No, it's good to see you. Thank we'll you. see you Tuesday night for trivia. Perfect. Bye. All right. Chapter five, which is all about some civil rights. So, um, which I think is a great segue to make sure that you guys have already gone in and done the foundational documents exercise, which is. It, Nothing could be more important for you guys to do. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Um, letter in the middle, middle. Find some way to relate it to each one of the other documents. Talk about each one of the documents individually a little bit. You're going to need to know a couple of them. 100% chance. 100%. And I, I, in the years past when I've done this, there's also a recording of the Dr. King's letter. Uh, and it's, I think it's, it was him recording it. Like it was his voice. That matches up pretty good, but like I highly suggest like listening to that because I found that a lot in the past students actually enjoyed listening it and then following along with the letter at the same time. Then you get a sense of like you know the the pace and what Dr. King was really trying to say with that. But uh, that I wouldn't be shocked if that's the one that they like pick because that is the one that is kind of like a a standalone in the sense that it's not you know pre 1800s. Sure, and it wasn't on there last year, which I and I thought the same thing last year. Yeah, we, we thought it was going to be so. Back. I mean, at this point, Coach Sanders and I are just guessing. We're using our educated <laughs> guesses based off of educators who you've done this for a couple of years, I've done it for a couple of years, where like we kind of get a sense of what they're going to ask. Um, but like, I, I Dr. King would be a good one just to have a good baseline knowledge of um, on top of what you already need to know. No, absolutely. Um, so do that. Reach out to us if you have questions or if you want to know if we want to go Chick-fil-A gift cards or not. I mean, really, anything's an option. Yes. You may have noticed that in the in the Suzanne Donner's Miss Donner's interview, there was like an awkward pause and I repeated a question. That's because I had a lovely student show up at my residence uh, and dropped me off a teacher appreciation gift. Uh, it to be my, one of my most favorite students, so I'm good with it. Uh, so... I would have to apologize to Miss Donders later for skipping out on some of the if you, uh, some of the interviews, but She's I got she was I got cookies and I enjoy cookies. Uh, my wife enjoys cookies. We also enjoy Chick Fil A. Um, and is it? I think someone's birthday's coming up too. Uh, that is correct. I'll be hitting thirty-four. Right when you're in the middle of taking your exam. Thirty-four. Co-Sanders, Adam O'Neill Sanders will be 34. For those at home, he's six years older than I am. Six <laughs> years. We are uh, quickly approaching to where you can see 40. Yeah. And that's a little different. It's going to be, it's gonna be like when I hit 30, though. Because that's going to be like, I'm <laughs> just going to be like, that's going to be a weird feeling. I'm just like, I were No, I was happy to hit 30. That was not a problem. Who's happy to hit 30? 
I mean, like, and I don't say that, I felt like I've been 30 for years. Well, that's so happy's not the right word, but like it didn't, there was no real people didn't really judge you because you were 30, because you had, you've always had the hair of a 30 year old. There we go. Guys, right. now, now you didn't get the look anymore. You didn't get the, you didn't no, get the, you didn't get the judgmental look being like, oh. <laughs> In fact, when I tell people, like, yeah, I'm 27, they're like, oh, sorry. Um, all right, so I don't think you're going to need to go through and know like the history of the African American struggle for equality. I mean, I think some of that can get tied into Dr. King's letter. Obviously, it can help give you some contextual uh, feel to your writing, uh, but it's not going to ask you what were the years of Jim Crow. But you obviously want to know like what some of those milestones mm -hmm. were, uh, and some of those honestly not even milestones, but just low points in American history. Um, Scott versus Sanford could easily be used. Um, but I think you guys understand enough of segregation and Plessy versus Ferguson, which was separate but equal. I mean, maybe that, maybe Plessy versus Ferguson and Brown versus Board of Education, kind of on opposite ends of how the Supreme Court has ruled on yeah. this. Um, voting rights could be a big thing. Maybe the term majority-minority um, could be something that comes up. But for the most part, I, I don't foresee if I was a, if I was a betting man, if you would. I don't feel like some of those details are going to be what you need to worry about. No, I mean, I, I'm definitely in agreement with this. Is because we talked about in the last, you know, the last episode of the podcast is like chapter four and five. You know, civil rights, civil liberties is like your big thing, and then it's the Supreme Court cases. Like that is what chapter four and five is all about. Is those Supreme Court cases? And so, again, stressing to you guys, make sure you know the Supreme Court cases. Make sure you acknowledge them. Make sure you be able to draw that picture of them. Um, and I think this is a really good time to also talk about that there's been so much information that we've received on like what you guys would be will be allowed to do, what you guys won't be allowed to do, uh, and like what kind of notes you guys will be able to have in front of you. And so my biggest suggestion for you guys is that if you can print your notes, print them. Like print your notes. I'm 100% comfortable with you guys having shared notes. I don't know how you feel about that, Sanders, but like, there's no way for me to know if they're doing it or not. How about that? There's no way. I my suggestion though is there's been some talk on like where Coach Sanders and I are part of this Facebook group. Uh, well, that's you like, are you're in charge. Oh, I thought, I, yes, so I'm in this Facebook group of AP Gov teachers, and it's six thousand AP Gov teachers. So like, it is like, and one of our main people who runs the group is also one of the main people for College Board who like works with College Board, named Jennifer Hitch Hitchcock. Um, and that, like, and that's it, why it was her videos. God. It was her videos. Yes. So she's in charge of the Facebook group and also is like a consultant for College Board with this. Um, she's talked about like how opening up a shared document could be a red flag for college board and could be one of those red flag security things that they talked about that they would be able to see. So I'm not really sure about the hundred percent truth of this, but you have shared notes. Most likely they're on a Google doc. Just download them. Just make your own copy and save it at, on your own and just have it as your own notes and yeah, not save it as a separate file or write it on a folder or write it on a folder write it it's on like Noah folder. folder that is how you get it and bonus points that and we will post that because I think it's I really want to do that as an assignment give you guys some extra points there some easy points just like your cheat sheets that you have and we'll post that on Google Classroom 
Um, but no, like anything that you have may have worked on to other people or have collaborated with other people or you've gone from other people, just make your own copy of it. Make it so it's yours so there's no trace of somebody else's. It's I don't know if it's really going to actually matter, but it could help you. It could save you. I, the last thing I want to see is anyone not do well in this exam because they did just an innocent thing like that, like sharing notes. Like, I don't think that's a big issue, but college board grad. Right. Um, I do have one more thought. I think there's a decent chance that they could ask, compare how different groups have had to fight for equality. Uh, All right. So I, yeah, I can see Different that. minority groups have had to fight for equality or groups that were underrepresented. Uh, and so then I think you would be able to have the option of to use different ethnic groups or to use women or the LGBTQ plus community. Uh, and then you could even circle back and use affirmative action. And like you could kind of pick how different groups of people have continued to fight for equality. Yeah. Uh, and you could even go away from that. I mean, you could go the how uneducated, you know, the how like education brackets have broken down or socioeconomic brackets have broken down with people kind of fighting for equality um, and getting yeah. a say in government. I think that if I, if I was to bet on something that to be on there, I think that would be it. And you're a betting man. You like, you love a good, you love to gamble. Uh, you're a competitive. You're like Michael Jordan. I am not Michael Jordan not. in any way, shape, or form. No, it's okay. We all just want to be like Mike. We do want to be like Mike. I remember every single one of those commercials. I, of course, you want to be like me. You mean times I did that crossover and try to hit that jumper like he hit over Byron Russell? That'll get talked about in probably like episode nine. Like how many times I did that move? I mean, I've already taught yeah. Luke that move on the basketball court this week. Yeah, you got to teach we've, him that move. We've got moved into one-on-one -on -one now, and so I taught him how to like hold it, cross so, him over, and then drill it. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. This is a okay. this is going to be a, a moment that's going to come at some point. Last thing. What are you going to do? What are you going to do when Luke actually finally really beats you? Like, no, when he really you. beats me, I'll give him a big hug for sure. He because he beat me in dart straight up, like straight up, same distance, same amount of throws. Straight up, he beat me. In but like, I, I darts is one thing, but like, you know, the the basketball, you know, no, well, he actually like in one on one or like in pick because like in pick he can get no. Close. I mean, on one on one, like I'm telling you that he just he just he beats you. No, and I'll be happy. Said, like, I really you got to stretch after and probably put some ice on your knees because I already put ice in my knees after I run. <laughs> Do I've you been really? doing, yeah, yeah, I've been doing that since I was seventeen though. I've always had bad days. No, I was that kid leaving a practice in college, like like five bags of ice. Well, I was too, but that's because. No, I've always had bad knees. I hurt. No, and no, it's been better since I, you know, I don't weigh two thirty anymore. Since when you, I lost forty pounds. My knees have been a lot better. Humble brag. Humble. Brag. No, I just no, I didn't want all that. You know, I've lost a lot of muscle with it too. Sadly, though. Yeah, I mean, I was. I'm my playing weight was three thirty, so. Right. How about that? I am not. I am not three thirty right now. No, <laughs> I'm below that. So, uh, um, all right. Well, I'm good on chapter yeah. five. So we've covered all the content now. We've covered the content in class. We've recovered all of the content. Um, Friday's episode um, will be a little bit of review, kind of big picture, some test stuff, yeah. and then our plan is to also take Monday's episode and post that Sunday night. Yeah, we'll do that Sunday. Out. Um, so we have posted links on Google Classroom about some test day information, how there's a, a practice, there's a login, all that stuff is there for you. Uh, and so if you don't know anything on that regard, on the kind of how to take the test, uh, that's yeah. on you.
Yeah, 100%. Um, just make sure if you have any questions about like how to get in or any of, or any of that, just let, let us know. Yep, we uh, are here. Don't, don't yeah. come in Monday being confused on what to do. And by come in, we mean come downstairs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so well, like we're going to school. <laughs> no, it's not. I just I hope we can August 17th. Yes. So, all right. Well, we are good. We have enjoyed it. I hope you guys can continue to be ready and do a great job next Monday. And if you have a chance to teach, please don't teach like Hager Moser. And please do not teach like Sanders.